0: Next on BYU Sports Nation, a new kind of Logan takeover. BYU Hoops win at Utah State for the first time in nearly 15 years. Anson Winder joins us
1: live in studio. Why is he so much better this year, and where do the Cougars go from here? Plus, Tyler Hawes is
0: really good. The point where the game changed for Mr. Hawes. Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation. Brought to you by the BYU
2: Store. Simulcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio.
0: Now, from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. Winning! BYU Sports Nation on your radio, television, and other media machines presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. It is Wednesday, December 3rd. I'm Spencer Linton teamed up with Cosmo's dance instructor, Jerem Jordan.
1: Hmm. Break it down.
0: Hmm. No. He won a (laughs) dance-off last night against Big Blue. Of course he did. What a great experience. He's
1: un- I think he's 128-0 on all, all time <laughs> <In dance laughs> he's, off. he's unbeaten? He's fantastic, yeah. He's, he he's what BYU football fans wished for the football season this year.
0: BYU and Utah State, uh, a spectacle for sure, at the Spectrum last night. A
1: spectrum it, it was, was awesome. amazing.
0: It was amazing. I love, s- I love
1: watching games there.
0: So loud. BYU wins the game, comes off the court, and then you can hear this, this rumble in the locker room. After I didn't hear what Tyler Haas said. Did you hear what he said specifically? Yeah. So
1: we, the media room is right by the BYU locker room. So is going nuts in there. Meanwhile, Tyler Haas is a star, so he gets interviewed on CBS Sports Network, right? So they're just going crazy. You can probably water bottles flying around for days. And then Tyler Haas comes in, and you just hear him scream, "How about that, boys?" And Whoa! just crazy. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. they partied hard. I thought I thought I saw Bronco crowd surfing in there. I wasn't quite sure, though. <laughs> I thought I heard something like
0: that. Did we have a Dave Rose crowd surfing moment inside the BYU locker room?
1: There was. Okay, when when BYU went to the Sweet 16, beat Gonzaga, just crushed him in 2011, There was there's this shot. We slowed it down because we got video from Athletics of Dave Rose jumping into Jimmer's arms. I'd never seen anything like it. It was amazing. It was 28-inch vertical. It was, it was awesome.
0: <laughs> Going back to his... Uh, Five slam jamma days.
1: Yeah, it was it was fantastic. BYU celebrated that win and that's a big win for BYU in the spectrum. Hadn't done that since two thousand. If
0: you haven't been to the spectrum or haven't heard about it, okay, they I think they are one of the most educated, witty, clever fan bases in the entire country. And they're downright brutal. I mean I think Tyler Hawes was called every insult known to man.
1: Yeah, I, I recall one particular time where it was like, you beeping beep, <laughs> you know, down the court. I was just like, all right, yeah, okay. They're so close to you till you take like the ball out, and feet they're away yelling
0: from into your ear from like 10 inches away.
1: Anson Winder will join us on the show later. There was, there was a moment where Anson drew a charge, and, may, uh, you know, he may have exaggerated it a, a little bit, and he may or may not have done that. And there is literally someone this close from Anson just pointing a finger. Hey, no, no, no yeah. It's Edited.
0: It is such
1: hashtag BYU
0: TV. A fun environment to watch a basketball game. And fun to play in. We'll get into more of that in oh, just a Oh, it's bit. especially
1: fun because BYU won
0: by Tyler Halford shooting free throws. He he started as a preferred walk on at Utah State, so they're all chanting Aggie reject. Yeah. He we had We asked him
1: after, could you hear that? And he said, Oh yeah, I could hear that. <laughs> Down two free throws. Whatever.
0: Whatever. Oh we had we had yeah, we had to uh, play a little bit of sore winner after the game was over. I mean, there's this of course big we did. We're bowl out, this big bowl statue monument outside of the Utah State. Vindictive and petty. Outside of the spectrum. <laughs> and it, it says on the front of it, meet the challenge. And we did.
1: <laughs> I thought about climbing up on that thing, and I was like, no, there's probably been some weird stuff that's happened here. So I decided not to. We
0: took a picture of it and posted it on Twitter last night. As expected, much of BYU Sports Nation heartily enjoyed it, as did we did. Follow us on BYU Sports Nation to caption that picture. We want to hear what you think about that and uh, our sore loser moment. I don't, see, I don't want to call sore it a sore winner. loser. Sore win, yeah, sore winner moment. There's yeah. nothing sore about it. No, it's just awesome winning. I'm not sore. I'm pumped. <laughs> Join our conversation 24-7 using the hashtag BYUSN and start it off with today's Twitter question.
1: What did you learn about BYU basketball and last night's win? Hashtag BYUSN, at Matthew W. Evans. BYU is resilient. Slow start, down early, hostile environment? No problem. Hashtag, this is the longest hashtag ever. Hashtag, Haas Collinsworth 2016 presidential running mate. Ooh, okay. By the way, Christian Stewart was in the crowd. Uh, he got a ticket from his roommate, Nate hey, Austin. Austin.
0: Did Christian have his Nate Austin t-shirt on, though? That's what I want to
1: know. Is he going to create a Nate Austin t-shirt? I think
0: he owes it to Nate, right? Well,
1: Nate Nielsen, the other roommate, needs to make it, I think.
0: Yeah. Okay, we're calling for it, Nate Nielsen. I have a
1: feeling those, for some reason, won't be as popular as the Christian Stewart shirts. <laughs> although although pi- I would like a Nate Austin shirt. They should shirt. get the
0: picture of Nate with his missing tooth last year. <laughs> <laughs> the front. What, what, is that, was that the cougar tip-off? Yeah. It's the cougar
1: tip-off, and he oh. loses a tooth.
0: Yeah, that was really funny. It's a
1: little too intense. The, Matthew is like, take it easy, man.
0: <laughs> BYU Sports Nation simulcast in beautiful radio vision. On BYU Radio and BYU TV, rise and shout. You know you want to. It's time for What's Trending. What's Trending in BYU Sports Nation. Topic one. I believe that we just won. I believe that we just won. That's right. BYU ends a six-game losing streak in Logan, beating Utah State 91-81 in the spectrum. A fantastic win for Dave Rose and his team. But even more so, Jerem, how they got that win. It was not pretty.
1: Yeah, they trailed by one, and then BYU scores 60 points in the second half. 60! Nate Austin said, how many did we give up? And I said, who cares? You scored scored 60. 60. What a half from BYU. What a game from Mr. Haas, 35 points. What a game from Kyle Collinsworth, 20 and 10 rebounds. Fantastic. Anson Winder. Listen, Chase Fisher was nowhere to be seen. He did hit a timely three. That pushed it from four to seven, but the other guys picked up the slack. You're not going to have who, who I call the core four deliver every game, but BYU wins by ten Rivalry because they game. made a ton of free throws too. Thirty-four at thirty-nine. How many in a row?
0: Twenty-four, which ties a record. Holy that they mackerel! against Santa Clara on their home floor in Provo back in two thousand four. They made twenty-four in a row in the Spectrum. Kyle,
1: Con- uh, 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 and in the second half, that's facing the student section. I can't. I can't tell you if you haven't been there. How distracting and how noisy and how awesome they are. And for BYU to do that is big time. And guess what? Kyle Collinsworth was 10 for 10. He is so much better at free throw. He's what, 79% right now?
0: Fantastic. Yeah, I said this last night. He lo- he just looks better. Like, he steps up to the free throw, and his body language is worlds different this year. He just was like, yeah, I'm going to make it. Okay,
1: I, lo- I like Kyle Collinsworth's game. He's a tough matchup, six six point guard, and everything that comes with that, he rebounds really well, gets into space, he can penetrate, he's awesome. Kyle Collinsworth was so confident last night. There were multiple times, I was on the baseline for a little bit, where I saw him, Whispering something akin to it looked like he was saying, like all day or can't guard you me, can't guard me, things like that. I don't, I don't even know if it was to the opponent, it was almost to himself. Maybe it was to the opponent, too, but he wouldn't look the guy in the face in the eyes and say that. that that'd be a little too much, just kind of under his breath, crazy confident, and he delivered last night.
0: Rivalry game in one of the most hostile environments in college basketball, ice cold shooting for most of the night from BYU, trailed by one at halftime. So we had a lengthy conversation this morning and thought, okay, how specifically did BYU get to some? We've touched briefly on a few of the things that went really well for BYU, but it starts with number one, Tyler Hawes, the takeover at the Spectrum. Here's Tyler. This is
1: definitely one of the craziest environments I've ever played in my whole life, and the fans are just right on top of you, and it feels like lots of weird things happen throughout the game, and just proud of the way we battled and, and stuck with it for 40 minutes. Okay, that's such a reserved response. You know, we worked
0: hard. Point number one. They were going crazy. Turning point number one. Tyler Haas gets hammered early in the second half.
1: This is when BYU woke up.
0: Yes, got a technical foul for just walking towards JoJo McGlasson. He didn't do it. He just like got up and like like stared at him and then walked away.
1: (laughs) He's not supposed to do that. Okay, you can't you can't go at a guy. But it was
0: exactly what Tyler and BYU needed. Yes, he he had eleven points at that moment. He had eleven points. When that foul occurred, he early gets, in the second half, he
1: gets his arm pulled down. Uh, you know, no play on the ball, so and he hit the ground hard. So he was ticked, but that that was like that. That was the moment where senior leadership stepped in. No, no, no. You, hey. None mm-hmm. of that in front of their seat. Anson Winder comes over. We'll ask him about this moment later. Anson Winder comes over as well. And at that moment, boom, sparks, flames underneath BYU, and they get going from there. Well,
0: you looked at me, and you are like, okay, game on. Game on. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, sometimes you need to be punched in the face or punch someone else in the face to get going.
0: The Kooks took I it next level. I do that occasionally
1: with you in our pre-production. Maybe. Yes, yes,
0: you do. Game on. Let's go. The Kooks took it next level, led by Tyler Haas. That brings us to our stat of the day.
1: It's the BYU Sports Nation Stat of the Day. 35 in the last two BYU wins in Logan. A Cougar has scored 35 points. It was Terrell all day la day in 2000 as Spencer pulls his best pistol Pete Maravich. Yep. And, and then Tyler Hawes goes off for 35. May, maybe that's the formula. Here's what Dave Rose had to say about that. <laughs>
0: I think we had a guy get 35 that yeah, night, yeah. too, so maybe that's the magic number. You know, instead of all this stuff, all the game prep, we'll just tell someone to get 35. And maybe that'll help us. Forget that's,
1: the game plan. That's all you need to do. Just go for 35, B- somebody. By the way, uh, Utah State will play in Provo next season, just to m- make that clear.
0: You confirmed that yesterday. Mm-hmm. Tyler House now up to fourth in the country in points per game, I think, at 23.9. Point 20, okay, 23.8. Now he's public enemy number one in Logan. Okay, number two. So there was the turning point for Tyler. That was, that's the big shift, number one. Number two is, and, and you touched on this, Jerem, more veteran leadership. Kyle Collinsworth, he, he kind of had that, yeah, we're not, we're not losing tonight, Mojo. going. He's like, no, no, we're not going to lose.
1: If Kyle Collinsworth can hit free throws, this is a terrible thing for BYU opponents.
0: He kept BYU in the first half, like pretty much by himself. I know
1: that he's not a three-point shooter. He's not a distance shooter. But Kyle Collinsworth, if he can hit free throws, that is, that is terrible. Paging the WCC, <laughs> look out. And he you're right. He, to me, he's the verbal leader. I think BYU takes great confidence from Kyle. One, physically, to have a guy that big just leading the ball, leading the offense. And then he's got the skills to pay the bills. Yeah. With Tyler Hawes, Anson Winder, Chase Fisher. I mean, you weren't getting a ton of production from guys outside of them. But that was a game where Tyler saw, okay, Chase is struggling. All right. I'm, I'm, I got to be the guy even more today. I got to take it up a notch. And he did.
0: Yeah. The big two did their thing. 10 for 10 on the free throw line, which puts him up to 79% on the season now, which is uh, considerably better. Oh,
1: Tim LaCombe th- said he better be you know, improved from the free throw yeah, line. Than where not where he better, was but last year. He, he will because he's working Nate on Austin that.
0: Nate Austin said, I'm not surprised that he made all 10. You
1: know. Yeah, that, that's, that's what all his teammates are saying. He worked crazy hard on that. And, and but I said it yesterday. Remember when we thought, oh, first game of the season is going to be Utah State. Who knows if Kyle Collinsworth is going to play? The dude's averaging 28 minutes a game, played 48 in Maui, had a 20 and 10 in Logan. Fantastic. And there's, that's
0: part of the reason BYU 6 and 2. I asked him, can you ever remember a time you made 10 free throws in a row? And he's like, I don't remember taking 10 free throws in a game.
1: <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. You and I combined to do like every game of his in high school on iProvo. I don't remember him making 10 free throws in a single game in high school.
0: That might be the first time he's made 10 free throws.
1: Fantastic. For sure in a row. Bury needs that. That's Bury's going to go next level.
0: 34 of 39 from the stripe, dude. There's the leadership. Wow. Right. Step up. Okay. Who's going to step up? Tyler Haas gets fouled hard. All right. We're winning this game. Kyle Condor. We're not losing this game. And number three. Anson Winder continues to be captain efficiency when he's on the floor. Seventeen points last night. He is at so aggressive at the rim. He has this move underneath Jalen Moore where he oh. kind of like double clutched and then
1: that was oh, that was sick. It was beautiful. It was, it was ridiculous.
0: It was beautiful. Six for ten shooting. Okay, seventeen points, three rebounds, three assists, two steals for Anson Winder. So while Chase was just one for nine. Didn't matter because Tyler stepped up and Kyle stepped up. You and then three, here comes Anson. Three of the core four. Yes. Three of the core four. Unbelievable. 60 points in the second half. Now, we need to give due credit to Jeff Judkins, former NBA star, BYU women's Gee. basketball coach. He joined us on the show yesterday. We asked him, what's going to happen tonight on Logan? I think BYU will win the game. I think it will be a tight game until about the
1: last eight minutes of the game. I think BYU will, run him, will just wear them down. So... I think BYU will win by 12. <laughs>
0: that's, that's insane. Huh? Okay, they're at, at the 8-minute w- mark, BYU was, was, it? Up, was up 10. It was like was it like 10 and a half 12? Yeah. The like big that? shift happened at like 10 and half, there. 11 left in the game.
1: And BYU wins by 10. That's amazing. Juddy, well done. Called it. And, and Kyle Collinsworth told us that BYU keeps up the tempo. This is part of BYU's philosophy. At some point, the other team cracks. They're either... They just can't defend that well that long, or they're tired. We saw Utah State get tired. Harris was, like, tapping yeah, tap- out. Yeah, like, like you can't break. tap out. Colette has four fouls, dude. You got to stay in the game with your with your flat top, bro. The plateau. <laughs> the the plateau. amazing plateau of Logan. <laughs> there were some great pictures from people about, like, <laughs> it was just a piece of ramen noodles before you chop it up. Like, yep, yeah, there's the hair. Or, the yeah, the plateau in Arizona yeah. or
0: whatever. <laughs> Last night's win told us a lot of things. It validates Maui. BYU can win in a tough arena on an off night. They're super confident. Okay? What did it tell you, BYU Sports Nation, about BYU basketball? What did you learn in last night's one? Let's go to the Twitter machine. It's Twitter time. At Big Uncle Poo. They can score on anybody in any arena. Also, don't tick off Haas. And that was number one on our list.
1: BYU's lowest output in points is 85. (laughs) In, in overtime. I mean, BYU benefited from overtime in Maui, but BYU is still the number one scoring team in the country. Ninety five points at halftime. 95.1. What a second half. And it, it was elongated by the fact that Utah State uh, made the game longer, fouled. BYU got a ton of free throws. But BYU is putting up 95 a game.
0: At PWN or 1019, Tyler can put up 35 against real teams, and Utah State fans should rethink their loyalty. I don't think they'll do that. That's
1: not going to happen.
0: Yeah, no. Certainly not.
1: No, we, nor do we want that. We want Utah State to be Utah State. Okay.
0: Also trending, Women's Volleyball West Coast Conference Awards, Alexa Gray, Player of the Year. Nice. Defensive Player of the Year, Whitney Young. Co-Coach of the Year, Sean Olmstead. Jen Hampson, first team. Is there anything they didn't win? Up next, BYU by the numbers. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic B to the Y to the U product. Spencer, Linton, and Jaron Jordan live from Studio B on a Wednesday, a winning Wednesday after BYU basketball knocks off Utah State 91-81 in the spectrum, ending an almost 15-year drought of winning in Cache Valley. Follow our show on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation.
1: Tomorrow, BYU women's basketball plays in the Smith Fieldhouse, a rare game in the Fieldhouse at 7 Eastern, 5 Mountain on BYU TV and BYU Radio. I'm tired, man.
0: I was a turn. I was got quite home, a turnaround.
1: Got home at one. Back in the shop here at about seven thirty eight. I'm like I'm tired. It's really early. <laughs> I didn't see my wife and kid all day yesterday, and then I went straight to work this morning. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> it's gone all day. Like, see ya. Hey. Yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing them today.
0: What did you learn about BYU basketball and last night's win? Use the hash- hashtag #BYUSN. We're gonna try something new today. We're gonna get geeky what? with a ton of numbers. Oh, Some of you are saying. Wait, is that is that really new? You're, you're going to get geeky? Oh, okay. For me, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's new, okay? BYU by the numbers. This part of the show brought to you by the number 10.
1: Ah, uh, ah, uh, 9, ah, uh, ah. Uh. Yeah, two numbers stick out, 10 and 9. Let's start with number 10. Okay. Kyle Collinsworth, 10 for 10 from the free throw line. Okay. Tyler Haas made 10 field goals. Mm-hmm. 10 more offensive rebounds what? than Los Aggies. Ten more second chance points, and BYU won the game by ten. Spencer, ten stuck out.
0: That's just kind of uncanny. All right. Also brought to you by the number nine. Ah, uh, ah. B- uh. Jaron, BYU plus nine in turnover margin. They had nine more field goal attempts mm-hmm. because of those that turnover margin. Yes. BYU had nine more free throw attempts. That was big. They had nine more three point attempts
1: and nine steals
0: and nine steals.
1: <laughs> well then.
0: That's weird.
1: Nine was pretty good as well. That's just weird.
0: Nine. Okay. BYU by the numbers. Is that it? Are we done with that? I think so. (laughs) You know who's shooting a lot more from distance, though? Tyler Haas. Yes. And it's working. On his way to making BYU basketball history, Tyler Haas is chasing Jimmer on
2: BYU Sports Station.
0: 466, including his 35-point outburst in Logan last night. Tyler Haas now 466 points away from passing Jimmer Fredette Jameer? and becoming the all-time leading scorer for BYU basketball. That's
1: 20.2 over the last 23 games.
0: When he started the season, it was 21.9, right? It was so- I want to
1: say it was 22 point something. I think he's shaved off a little bit here cuz he's, he's
0: had some upper some yeah, upper 20s low uh, uh 35,
1: of you know, season high last night. He's going to pass Jimmer, and it's going to be awesome. BYU plays uh, the fifth, fourth, and third last uh, final home game, uh, final games of the season at home. Then the final two on the road. It better happen at home. That's all I'm going to say.
0: The shots that Tyler makes sometimes, I'm just like, really? His degree of difficulty is so high. And, and appreciate what you
1: saw last night. 35 on the road in a big game.
0: He hit that shot. There was one moment where he, you and I looked at each other courtside When he faked the three and then stepped in like six inches, just inside the three point line. So much
1: spatial relation awesomeness.
0: It's like okay, yep, Mm. super high arcing rainbow, beautiful hits nothing but the bottom of the net. We might
1: we might not see a player (laughs) like Tyler Haws ever again at BYU. BYU fans are so
0: spoiled over the last ten years within BYU basketball. It's amazing, and he's
1: he's a different player from Jimmer. Jimmer's the national player of the year. Tyler won't be a national player of the year. He. He'll be an All-American.
0: He might lead the nation in he's scoring. He might be the nation's best scorer.
1: Yeah, and right now he's up to fourth. He was seventh yesterday, climbed up to fourth. It's fun to have a dude like that. It really is, and he's so consistent. It's great. Now, will he? can he perform big in the big games in December? Like we talked about December, the December to remember. You're going to remember it either way. I remember last year's December because it was terrible. b really lost four games in a row. Uh, I got off the tourney train. You were still on the tracks, and all that happened. This December, BYU starts it off with a win at Utah State. They play Hawaii Saturday on BYU TV, 6 Eastern Time, BYU TV and BYU Radio. Then Utah is one week from today in the Marriott Center. That's going to be good.
0: Yeah, will Stanford or UMass be ranked at that point? Who knows? But they're good basketball teams. Even if they're not, it's like when BYU played Texas last year. Quality opportunities.
1: And then at the end of the month, you start conference play. By the way, Jeff Judkins sharing some news with us yesterday that at least the women's basketball team, not sure if the men, they're going to start December 17th next year in yeah, conference, play. conference play. That's wild. I don't know if BYU is taking a week off for finals or whatever. That's too early. I I don't like playing December games in conference. Let, let, and BYU I'd does that get right into now January. with two
0: against Gonzaga and Portland. They're both after Christmas, but before Christmas conference games? Yeah. B- does any other conference in America do that?
1: I don't think so. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't checked Sunbelt hoops lately.
0: Regardless. <laughs> we'll worry about it next year because right now BYU men's basketball 6-2, and two and they're off to a great start in what we labeled yesterday the December to Remember.
1: BYU could get itself a single-digit NCAA tournament seed if they are really good in summer.
0: They're seven and one, gonna, six and two.
1: They're going to finish in the upper two, I, I believe that BYU finishes at least second in the WCC. Challenges Gonzaga. I think Gonzaga is really good, so I'm not. I'm not sure if BYU wins the conference title. Maybe they do. We'll see. Stuff happens.
0: From what I have seen this year. And I said this last week. I went on record, and you wrote it down because you're like, I've got to hold you accountable for this. 25 wins. 25 regular season wins for BYU basketball.
1: Speaking of accountable, remember how I said, oh, you had some tweet about 10 wins in football? Remember that? All right. I went Bring and found it. On. it. I, I don't know why it took so long to get to this. Bring it on. October 9th. This is right after the UCF loss. With blue goggles firmly affixed, BYU is 4-2 at this point. With blue goggles firmly affixed, that's to cover your butt if it's wrong. I say this BYU football wins 10 games
0: in 2014. Go ahead, screenshot it. I did. You did screenshot it. With blue goggles firmly affixed. I know. I am nice, telling you, nice qualifier. I am dude. telling you 25 wins without the blue goggles for go. BYU basketball.
1: I'm not saying they're not. That is a bold prediction, though, for sure. 25 wins is a lot. That'd be 25 and 6. What's, that I, means again. only four more losses all year. All year.
0: Who's going to beat BYU? Who's going to beat BYU? Gonzaga okay, certainly the okay. biggest challenge. Who and else is going to beat BYU? Stanford,
1: UMass, Utah—the next challenge. BYU at home. lost
0: one game at home last year.
1: They didn't play with, a, with the worst team. Listen, they played one. Team. They play non-conference. They played one tough game at home, Iowa State. Now they play Stanford, UMass, Utah. So you're playing three times that amount. It's it's going to be tough. is great at home, though. They really are. The rock, the crowd—they're good. BYU shoots better at home. The role players play better at home. It's going to be good. It's going to be fun. And it's great because BYU has good home games. They have good home games. This is a rare thing in non-conference play. It's like you get one good team to come in here. Baylor, uh, Wake Forest, stuff like that.
0: Let's go back to the Twitter machine. We tweet, tweet. What did you learn about BYU basketball in last night's win over Utah State? Jeremy and I have been discussing what we learned and validation for the Maui invitation, and explain that, Jerem. What do you? Because that was that was your phraseology. What does that mean to you? Well,
1: Maui, BYU lost two in overtime, so you could question. Well, how good are we? How good are we? Do we do we take moral victories from that? I think BYU validated the effort, and it validated this. It was mostly off Dave Rhodes' comment of, we felt. He said we felt like we got better in Maui, and then tonight was you know we we saw that we are better. We are a better team. So I I like that. I think that BYU should have won at least one of those two overtime games. They didn't. That's over. That's fine. BYU learned. They played a great second half and then beat a good Eastern Kentucky team when they had played on Wednesday, and then they traveled from Hawaii. BYU played, what, five games in eight days or something? That's crazy. Yeah, they played five and eight, and they they fared well.
0: Six and two overall right now. So what did you learn from the game? At pwnr ten nineteen? We already read his at J Man four twenty six. They can hit baskets against anyone, anywhere, in any circumstance. Okay, and that's kind of a common theme that's developing now with those of you tweeting in, is that it doesn't matter where BYU's playing, they're gonna score points. Yeah. A if little... They can score ninety one in the spectrum.
1: Yeah. Lightly excessive, because I think that eighty seven is a double overtime number. I think that 91 is probably like 81 if Utah State doesn't elongate the game a lot. Yeah, it's free throws. A lot. But, yeah, the point – yeah, BYU is a really good scoring team. And this isn't anything new. BYU last year finished top 10 in scoring, and this year have emerged even more. And it's not like they just poured it on against Southern Virginia and Arkansas Little Rock. They've been able to do it against almost everybody, at least 85 against everybody.
0: Listen to these next two tweets, and we're talking the common theme. At Toshalin 19 we can win tough, hostile, physical road games – And Kyle Collinsworth can shoot free throws. Happy day. Then at Cougar Bell says, I learned that even in tough arenas, BYU will not quit and has a will to win. They don't look nervous at all in a tight competitive game.
1: It it gives me
0: confidence
1: that BYU will play very competitive games and and likely win several against the tougher competition. They, they'll Utah, win close games. Utah State's not the toughest game BYU's got in December for sure. Utah State's not as good as they've been, but in that environment, coming off of you lost, you know, two of your last four in games that you felt like you wonder where BYU is at, right? And BYU won that game last
0: night. All but all positive. At Kimber Power says. This was for Taysom. Hashtag BYUSN.
1: <laughs> I, w- I wish that it meant that. By the way, oh, here we go. Classy, classy chant from the herd. Yeah. How is Taysom? It's like really.
0: <laughs> that's really. Just, that's brutal, man.
1: Hey, hey, dear Utah State, playing Boise State in Boise stinks, doesn't
0: it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it really man. does. I yeah. watched
1: that game with disinterest. Cause it got boring.
0: Who lost to Boise State by more? I don't know. Yeah. Who, who cares? cares? Both, both got creamed. Up next, Anson Weiner on what he thought about playing in the spectrum.
1: And now, back to more BYU Sports Nation.
0: Radio Vision. Spencer Linton and Jeremy Jordan on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Download the show podcast on iTunes or subscribe. To the RSS feed on BYUSportsNation.com. RSS means real, simple syndication. We learned that yesterday. Think All right.
1: Twitter following. All right. Sounds great. <laughs> hey, coming up Saturday from Energy Solutions Arena, a twofer of basketball. Women's Hoops plays at uh, 2 Eastern time, BYU versus Colorado State, and then men's basketball at 6 Eastern time against Hawaii. So if you're in the area, you can get a double dose. Or if not, watch it on BOE TV, listen to it on B.O.E. Radio.
0: Yeah, I told some acquaintances that that the men's game started at 9. So for all of you listening, the men's game
1: starts at
0: 4 Mountain, 6
1: Eastern. I'll be honest, that's a tough time for me. There's a lot of those uh, championship games going on. Jerem. Around the country. Priorities. Yeah, that's why I have a computer, phone, and television.
0: <laughs> it's all on demand. Resetting today's training topics. BYU knocks off Utah State 9181. They end a six-game losing streak in Logan. It had been almost fifteen years since the Cougars last won in Cash Valley. They take care of that, make thirty-four of thirty-nine free throws. Just crazy. Tyler Haas named to the Naismith watch list. Surprise. For the surprise. nation's best player. For the nation's best player. Joining BYU now. I called him Captain Efficiency today. Anson Winder, who continues to impress Anson. Welcome back to BYU Sports Nation. Thanks for having me, guys. Uh, how, how are you it. feeling after the triumphant trip to Logan?
2: Um, it feels good. Uh, we knew going into a hostile environment like that is going to be tough to get a win, but we were able to pull it out, so it's a good feeling to you know learn from a win
1: like that. We walked by the locker room. It's right by the media room, so we could hear you guys going nuts. Well, what was that like in the locker room? When First, you'd celebrate as a team, and then Ty comes in. Oh, after it was, this interview,
2: yeah. So it was complete pandemonium when, especially when Tyler and Coach came in, we just went crazy because we know it was, you know, it's been since two thousand since we won there, and I hadn't won there yet since I've been at BYU. So to go there and get a, a tough win like that, it was, it was a great feeling. I mean, you could ask for anything more than that
1: you chucking water bottles like what do you do how do you how do you celebrate jump oh, around
2: a lot of jumping and screaming yeah. yeah a lot of pushing and shoving too it's almost like a rave
1: <laughs> is, is, is Nate Austin like drawing a charge in that situation <laughs> like, yeah he's getting a foul yeah for <laughs> you sure saw bronco crowd
0: surfing at cal on uh, saturday after they beat the bears has has dave rose ever had a moment where he's crowd surfed in the basketball locker room
2: uh m- maybe not a crowd surf but he'll jump on guys and and you got to it's your job to make sure you don't drop coach so
1: <laughs> that's, that's how it goes yeah, ter- Gaship would be a little easier, uh, a little easier to lift up. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Anson Winder with us on BYU Sports Nation, celebrating a ten-point win over Utah State in Logan last night. Uh, and I, I'm calling you Captain Efficiency because one, you're shooting over fifty percent from the three-point line. But it seems like when you're in the game, ants uh, there's just this this new energy uh, that that's brought to the floor, and that that's a tribute to you. You're you're Coaches and your teammates uh, would all agree with me. You're playing nine more minutes. You're averaging eight more points per game. What's, what's changed for you in your approach of uh, the game as a senior?
2: Um, I think it's just the confidence going into this year. Um, I, I've tried my hardest to really pick up where I left off last year um, as far as uh, energy and playing style, and I've tried to carry that over this year. And I think just embracing that role of coming off the bench and just trying to be a spark every game and you know whatever the team needs hopefully to contribute in that sense uh, is just what I try to bring every day.
1: My favorite play from the game uh, was when you went up and acrobatically made a layup, ducking under Jalen Moore to lay it in. Uh, wh- Walk us through that play. Um, first off,
2: Jalen Moore is extremely long um, with the fro. Too. Yeah, with the fro. Yeah,
0: seven two with the fro.
2: Yeah, so I I, I knew going up because they're so they're such an athletic team and they block shots you know pretty well. So I knew I'd have to find a way to get it off instead of just going straight up as a as a normal eight but as I might usually do. Uh, I had to. You know, do a little something different. I was able to, you know, scoop it in, and it was, it was, uh, I think, a crucial time in the game too, because we, we, you know, we were kind of getting more transition points, and they got tired. Yeah, we were kind of wearing them down, which we hope to do towards, you know, every second half is slowly just wear teams down. So, I think that was just, you know, one of the many plays that we made down the stretch that kind of, you know, helped us get over the top.
0: When the season began, uh, we wondered one how Kyle's knee would be, but we knew that his game is attacking the rim. But now you have joined him in that category of like, oh, no, I'm I'm going hard to the hole and, and you're not going to stop me and, and I'm going to score. It looks like you're more athletic and and uh, more fierce at the rim. Was that like a conscientious change for you going into this season? Um, Yeah, I think, you know, getting points around the rim
2: uh, helps a ton, especially with the confidence of, you know, shooting more outside shots as well. Um, and I think one thing that me and Kyle have kind of embraced is just attacking to get shots for, for other guys. I think – with our our offense and our passing this year, um, we've been creating more shots for each other. And just the fact that we can get in the lane um, and create shots for Chase and Ty and Skyler and our bigs as well is, you know, that was just another aspect of our team that can really help us, you know, as
1: we go on throughout the year. That second half, you go into the Utah State student section. Uh, what was that experience like? <laughs> um, it's like going into the jungle. They,
2: <laughs> they're they not nice <laughs> to you down there. So, But, I mean, it was... We th- we thought it was kind of a dirty play, um, and you're talking and about when Ty gets when, pulled down. Yeah, when Ty gets pulled down, and you know, we were emotions were flying high. So, you know, just first reaction was just to get in there and, and help Ty out, and yeah, definitely heard it from the fans. Well, for I, sure,
0: I loved that though because it was like, no, you you don't do that. You don't yeah. do that to my guy.
2: Yeah, well, especially there too. It, it, with that mindset, you it's really you guys against you know the ten thousand fans they had, and then the the other team. So. Um, in that sense a hostile environment like that we have to have each other's back and you know this is what we do it's just first instinct
1: originally you got a technical and then that was changed to Tyler Haas we're like what did i do
2: yeah that's the funny part about it cuz you know i was accepting the tech you know I, I you know i was embracing it and you know they go and look at the monitor and they give two techs to jojo and tyler so it was pretty funny but uh hey we'll, we'll take it because it, it kind of got us fired up and you know that might have been the spark that we needed Did
0: you get away with one ants in there
2: yeah i did Definitely snuck away with that <laughs> and i hadn't got a technical before so i mean i was excited to get that first one but hey they took it away from me You
0: one
2: you won, won this season? i need one before i get out of BYU, right? <laughs> there,
1: there was one play where you drew a charge on the right wing uh on the right side of the screen i guess for the tv viewers and it's it's right in front of all the students, and there there's some kid, and he's li- he's six inches from your head, <laughs> pointing at it. I'm sh- sure yelling obscenities. But can you? I mean, can you hear it, or do you zone it out? Is it a mix? What is it?
2: Um, I think as a whole, we try our best to zone it out. Um, you hear certain things, but as a whole, it's just so loud in there. It's hard to understand one specific thing. So. You know, there's times even when that kid is that close. Yeah, even when he's that close, it's just kind of like you hear everyone just kind of roaring, and you just you know try and get through to the next play as best as you can.
0: They are they are very clever. I I heard one kid going, "You're all for December. Keep shooting." You know, yeah, their
2: fans are definitely creative. Uh, They're they're good in that aspect. That's for sure.
1: The best thing, the most creative, funny thing that I heard that was that I can say on BOE TV. And BYU Radio was Skylar Hofford.
0: Hey, Schmeagle!
1: <laughs> I was like, that's actually pretty good. That's actually pretty good.
0: <laughs> hey but give him credit though when Skylar stepped up to the free throw line and, and they're chin Aggie reject yeah and he's like that's right I am I want to be at BYU yeah, exactly. and then he made both free throws I yeah. thought that was fantastic
2: yeah I think you know as a whole we down the stretch we made free throws and that kind of helped us get over that hump towards the end especially Kyle I don't he didn't miss last night Tyler you know he I think he only missed one Skylar, you know he made all his free throws and I think that just kind of Helped us, you know, lead lead that charge towards the victory. And, you know, in a tough environment like that, it's, it's you know, it's pretty hard to hit free throws. But we were able to, you know, do it last night. So, it, it definitely helped.
1: 24 free throws made in a row. I wa- it, it, Were those all in the second half? All in the second half. That's amazing. That's bonkers. I, I think that you guys do a drill and practice, if I'm not mistaken, where you rotate and you try and see how many you can make.
2: Yeah, we're constantly... Um, you know through every break in practice we're shooting free throws. that's the break um you know when you're dead tired you know you get on the line and and you make free throws because that's you know that's a game like situation where you know you're exhausted you know towards the end of a game and you have to make free throws because that that could be the deciding factor, especially in close games
1: have you made twenty four in that situation before
2: um, in a row do you get I, up that I, high uh i i mean there's there's certain days where we could get up to that number, but, I mean, for the most part, to, to do what we did last night, I think that was pretty impressive, and yeah. we don't do that often. Yeah.
1: D- I- Corbin and Luke don't help you in that <laughs> real <true, probably>.
0: quick. <laughs> BYU had done it once before, uh, made 24 consecutive in, in the same game. That was on the home floor back in 2004 against Santa Clara. To do that in Logan is just wild. I mean, so like you said, it's, it's pretty special. Like, did, did you When it was happening, did you realize just how special it was?
2: Um, no, you kind of realize until the end. I think one of our keys to, you know, starting the game was to focus on the little things. And one of the ways we score is definitely in free throw shooting. So um, we knew we had to focus in even more because uh, the great crowd that Utah State has and, and uh, we knew that'd be a key concept is to, you know, focus on our free throws and and hopefully knock them down when they're needed most.
1: What do you prefer? A almost neutral site game at say Santa Clara or Pepperdine? Or the hostile environment where maybe you're more focused because of those fans.
2: Um, I definitely say the the more hostile crowd, like Utah State. I think the process of of going in and and winning a game like that shows the character of your team and the fight that your team has to to go out and win by any means. Um, so to go there and, and get a win like that, especially it's a tough environment. Um, he really that co- coach, Coach Murrow, you know, rarely ever loses in non-conference home games there. So to to go there and accomplish a feat like that is is something that you know, you, everyone wishes to do.
0: Coach Rose said that BYU basketball got better at the Maui Invitational, even though you lost two games. How do you feel you got better losing two overtime games in Hawaii?
2: Um, I think we learned something about ourselves. We learned that we have the fight and, you know, the ability and the skill to keep up with, you know, some of these top teams. You know, San Diego State was, you know, uh, top, top 25 team, top 15 team now. And and at one point in the game, we had them. We were up six. So, I mean, that goes to show that, you know, we definitely have the fight and we have the mentality and the leadership to, you know, go the distance with these teams. And if we can bottle up that energy that we had um, and, and carry out throughout the year, um, you know, it will only turn into a learning situation. And if, and if that's the lowest point of our season, then we'll take it and we'll build from it. Are you guys tired? You played five
1: games in eight days in in Hawaii and Utah.
2: Um, surprisingly, no, I I think the most tired was just coming back from Hawaii, uh, traveling all day and the jet lag and and getting back early Thanksgiving day was, I mean, that, that kind of took a toll, but other than that, we, um, we do a good job. Coach does a good job of limiting the ministry practice and, and making sure our bodies are fresh for each game and, and Bob Medina and, uh, Rob Ramos, they, they keep us, uh, you know, in our best physical form, um, as far as... Uh, recuperating and and just staying, keeping our body strong. So I think we do a good job of uh, maintaining uh, what we have and, and just being smart. Um, we don't, you know, do excessive amounts of practicing and, and just try to play everything, you know, the best way we can. It's
1: a player's dream, man. Yeah, Let's, exactly. just, ball, let's just play games.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it needs practice. Exactly.
0: Anson, your girlfriend Alexa Gray was named the West Coast Conference Women's Volleyball Player of the Year. She got off to kind of a, a weird slow start very early in the season, and then she just, like, erupted to – the awesome volleyball player that we all kind of expected. Um, what was the transition like uh, helping her through the the early season struggles, and then watching her do what everyone knew she could do? Um, it's I think it's
2: just a credit to her because you know she was battling the ankle injury early on, and she was able to get through that, and you know through the you know the style that the way she was playing. I mean, she wasn't happy with her play, but mentally, I think she she did her best to stay positive, and her teammates. Uh, Kept her upbeat, and you know I think that's a credit to their team because they're such a close group. Even when I'm around them for a short amount of time, they you know they're all they love each other, and you know they've all bought into their system, and and that's just a credit to you know the success that they've had because it it wouldn't be that way if they weren't so
1: close. I think is it Sweet Sixteen or bust for them since they did it without Jen Hampson. And now they have Jan Hampson? Um I think Or is that's... that too much pressure? Don't speak from her perspective. I'm saying from you. For for me,
2: I'd say uh definitely that's the goal. Um you've been there the last two years. Um but I think they go in, you know, with that mindset of, you know, every game is their most important game of the year. And I think that's why they've been so successful. They take every game as if that's the biggest. And, you know, they'll treat Seton Hall as if, you know, that's a national championship game, and, and that's the aspect they take. And I think that's why they'll be successful throughout this tournament.
1: That'd be quite the run if they can win both this week, three Sweet, sweet 16s in a row. Yeah, it'd be big. And I then think. huge pressure on Alexa next year. <laughs> Don't mess it up.
0: <laughs> Anson Weiner with us on BYU Sports Nation. BYU guard had 17 points last night and a 10-point win over Utah State. Anson, let's spin it forward a little bit now. You have Hawaii on saturday this december is shaping up to what we have called a december to remember what do you think about the challenges that lie ahead starting with hawaii on saturday and then as the schedule gets that Utah. much more tough
2: one week um it's exciting to know that um december could be a a great month for us you know we have some of the top teams in the country coming in and, and we're going to their places as well and to have this schedule um where you can really leave a, a lasting mark on your season especially when it comes time for March. Uh it's exciting to know that we can, you know, we can come in and really make some noise especially in December because it's a great month uh, for some basketball.
1: Do you watch in your spare time, Gonzaga? Have you seen them play? Oh yeah, definitely. Um
2: What do you think? Uh they're huge. They're a really big team and athletic and they score at a high level just like we do, so I think it'll it'll be an exciting game when it's time for us to play uh, later in December. Um, you can see why they're as good as they are, the seeding that they are you know, as far as rankings go. Um, they're fundamentally sound, and they're disciplined, and uh, they have a great coach and Mark Few. And, you know, it would be exciting to play a team like that because you want to play the best teams. And to have them the first game of
1: conference, uh, I wouldn't have it any other way. And then some of these other big games are rematches from last year. It's interesting. So you have an idea of what you're going to get from Stanford, UMass, Utah, right?
2: Exactly, yeah. We're going to get a— A really sound um, and efficient Utah and Stanford team, as far as even UMass coming here, too. Those would be good games that, you know, that'll prove, um, that'll carry weight, especially in March, and, uh, you know, really help our season out, um, especially dropping a couple games in in Maui. This will really uh, boost the rest of our regular season.
0: Anson Winder shooting 51% from three point line, captain efficiency. We would like to deliver you some BYU Sports Nation karma for the game against Hawaii.
1: Nice, thank you. I need it. I
0: appreciate <laughs> that. That means twenty <laughs> points. I'm going to put on
1: your jersey number, man.
0: And it's great to talk to you, man. Thank you, guys. I appreciate you having me. We're back with more after this. BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan broadcasting in beautiful radio vision.
1: Hey, coming up tomorrow. In the Smith Fieldhouse, Women's Hoops versus UNLV, 9 Eastern time. I said 7 Eastern earlier. It's 9 Eastern time on BYU TV and BYU Radio. A rare game in the Fieldhouse.
0: That'll be fun. Three basketball games on BYU TV in... Two days. Like a 48-hour span.
1: Three days. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Doubleheader on Saturday as well at Energy Solutions Arena in Salt
1: Lake City. Sort of a doubleheader. Yeah. It's not exactly after... Yeah. That's one of my things. <laughs> I have many things, and that's one of them.
0: Sort of a doubleheader.
1: That's not a doubleheader.
0: <laughs> Jaren puts on the referee jersey, gets the whistle.
1: I, I totally forgot Halloween. I don't really like Halloween that much, but it, I should have just wore this and gone around and just given cards to people. and <laughs> That would have been so easy. You would
0: have really liked that, really yeah. enjoyed that. Yeah. <laughs> we should work on Studio C uh, coming up with a referee skit for you. Studio see
1: what what I made natural. one cameo as a cop for like three and a half seconds. Yes,
0: it would just be natural. You're famous now, dude. Natural, Embr-
1: telling people what to do. Embrace yes, that is, it. That is
0: natural <laughs> for me. <laughs> what did you learn about BYU basketball in last night's win? Use the hashtag #BYUSN at RHSGrad2014 says if threes aren't falling, this team figures out ways to win. Hashtag. Aggie Tears. Aggie Tears
1: was trending in Salt Lake last night, by the way.
0: Had to get one of those in, But right? By the
1: way, great, great point. BYU is 5 for 25 from 3, yet they win by 10. You shoot because 20% they,
0: from the 3-point line. Because it got
1: to the stripe. That's how you do it.
0: It's time now, once again, for After Further Review. After Further Review on BYU Sports Nation. The best six minutes of BYU Sports Television. After Further Review.
1: We've been saying that for a long time.
0: (laughs) The original. Here's how it works. I call out a situation, or Jerem will call out a situation to me, and we blow the whistle and make the official call. Jerem, number one. After further review, Tyler Hawes technical foul last night.
1: For one thing, Tyler shouldn't go after the guy. But he should. But he should. And it was a great move, competitively, to go after him. However, however... I've got to give, I've got to throw a flag because this is basketball. What for excessive awesomeness on Tyler Hawes (laughs) for going after that dude? I don't even remember JoJo McGlaston. JoJo McGlaston went after him, fired BYU up, and they got back into the game. That's the call.
0: All right, what you got for me? Nate Austin's two three-point attempts. I love Nate Austin. I love Nate Austin, but sometimes. You just don't do things, okay? <laughs> so I've got I got to give Nate a yellow card. <laughs> the funny thing is, he told us after the game, "Yeah, the second shot felt really good, and it was an airball." It ball, was so an air ball. That's kind of ba- <laughs> that's kind of bad. I thought it got tipped. <laughs> T- Nobody? Tip? Only Tip? a yellow for Nate though, because. <laughs> He does so many good things for BYU basketball. He made a couple of big time plays. He saved the ball going out of bounds that led to a big oh, fast he's break Mr. Play. Hustle, man. He threw the ball off of uh, Jalen Moore falling out of bounds and kept BYU with possession in the first half at a critical juncture. And so he, he gets Austin you does, a couple. Of he does so many yeah. good things. Yeah. All right, Jerem, number three, Utah State's student section, the herd.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna have to go red card, <laughs> red card. There were some things said that embarrass everybody and their mothers. From that student section. <laughs> however, however, after further review, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take this back and just say, play on. Oh, Pl- okay. Play on. I think that's the signal, right? Two hands <laughs> forward like that. Play on. Because <laughs> what they do is great. You just heard Anson Winder. I asked him, would you rather play like your neutral site games at Pepperdine Santa Clara where BYU fans show up and it's like, a, or would you rather play the hostile environment where you focus? He said, oh, I like the hostile environment. BYU. It's great to Isn't play is Isn't that, that interesting? That. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that interesting? Spender. Yes. TCU jumps to third in the college football playoff rankings <laughs> yesterday.
0: All right. I'm going to need to take a closer look at this. Okay? So we're going to go to the monitors on this. Oh, all right. We're seeing... Going go to the hood. We're seeing the, num- we're seeing the numbers. And if you're BYU, I'm throwing a 15-yard flag on this one. Personal foul. TCU and the Big 12 should not be in the college football playoff after... This weekend.
1: Oh, they are. So TCU is now, right
0: now. They jumped. Yes. To third. I'm throwing the, nothing. I'm from throwing. Fifth. I'm throwing the preemptive flag because after this weekend. Oh, you're a Pac-12 ref. Yes. Wow. Absolutely. Oh, we it. We're, we're
1: Pac-12 <laughs> refs. That's what this is. TCU will lot. not
0: be in the college football playoff top four because Ohio State will be dominant. They'll win a conference with championship with their third-string game. quarterback. Yes. They're Ohio State with the dude
1: that's like, we came to play football, not play school.
0: The Aggies of Utah State. Sorry, are the did it Aggies with the playing with quarterback? BYU did it are with their pl- backup quarterback. Are they playing Melvin Gordon? Listen. Who runs for 408? Listen, Ohio State is the real deal. They will beat Wisconsin and they win the Big Ten championship. Is that a pickle? They will earn their way into the top four. Florida State will dominate a good Georgia Tech team, thus pushing the one conference that does not have a conference championship game. Out of the college football playoffs, So enjoy it while you're there, TCU. You're not getting into the college football playoff. And last but
1: not least, one week from today, Utah. Red card. What's up? Red card for you just because. Red card to the Utes. Utah, people working together. (laughs) Learned that like sixth grade for the 100th anniversary. (laughs) What a great place to be. It's a da -da -da. It's a land that I love. This is We'll wrap it up next. This is the place...
0: BYU Sports Nation presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. Welcome back. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan hanging out.
1: The sportsing That's what we do. Hashtag sportsing. Right.
0: We got this tweet in from at. Good neighbor stuff. F-R-R-N-O. Used to be F. Ruiz. Okay. Love him. Great Twitter guy. I hope you guys watch those referee jerseys. Unlike church ball ref jerseys. Yuck.
1: Uh, I can confirm that these have never been washed. <laughs> <laughs> but we've never sweated to them or actually run around.
0: We wear them for the, at the most for like five minutes on top of our other clothes. Yeah, but,
1: yeah. I forgot to take it I off. Don't know.
0: Maybe else. you think that's gross. I don't know. <laughs> Today's Rise and Shout brought <laughs> to you by Dexter and Dexter. Help when you need it most. Dexterlaw.com. Tyler Hawes, 35 points, season high, in a win over Utah State.
1: He's good at sports, that's yes, for sure. Thanks is. to Anson Winder and everyone on our crew. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at BYU sports
0: Nation. Hashtag Aggie Tears. Sorry, I had to do this one more time. The show on demand on BYU SportsNation.com and BYUTV.org slash BYUSN for Jerem. I am Spencer. Shout out to Michael Vrains! Taylorsville, Utah, represent BYU Sports Nation back at it tomorrow, noon Eastern. This
1: is the place. Together
0: we-